Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Natasha Alisa is on the podcast today, and she is asking myself and herself the question, what is your calling in life? How do you find it? I love this question. I've talked about things along this lines for many years on my show because I've seen it work. People who follow their passion, do jobs that they love, just seem to enjoy things better. And how many of us know and how many of you listening hate your job, hate what you're currently doing, and are questioning your path? Where do you go from there? Well, we get in-depth. We hope this helps and resonates with just one person. Also, advertising. If you would like to advertise with The Sarah Fraser Show on any of my podcast episodes, whether it's with the fabulous Natasha Alisa, David Yante from Behind the Velvet Rope, or just TSFS, you can email Show at gmail.com. Boom! All of my rates I will send you and the amazing reach, thanks to listeners like you, that this podcast has. 
Also, FYI, love me some Boston Hernia Doc. If you haven't heard of bostonhernia.com slash TSFS, go there. 25% of all y'all mans will have a hernia and 10% of women in their lifetime. It's crazy. Hernia surgery is the number one leading surgery that can lead to chronic pain if not done correctly. You do not want to have surgery without doing either an in-person visit with bostonhernia.com or a telehealth. Go to bostonhernia.com slash TSFS. If I was to ask you, what do you think your calling is in life? What would you answer? Oh, that's a really good one. Um, well, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Oh, really? Thinking yeah, about so yours? What would you, well, uh, I want to hear yours. Mine has, oh, I feel that mine has always been to, in some form of talk, talk and TV to, I've always felt like. I love entertaining people and inspiring people through content. And and I've always felt like talk radio or podcast or television is always my form of doing it. I just think that that's my calling. So you There's feel like you're doing, you're doing your calling then? I do. I don't always feel like every podcast episode is like what I want. Does that make sense? Like, I, like, I I'm trying to... Okay, I'm always over the years with this damn podcast. <laughs> I've had every type of guest. I've tried different things because sometimes the content doesn't always feel right, you know? Um, meaning, like, I, 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 housewives, right? Okay, so two days a week, I team up, like I team up with you, with my friend David Yontif, who I love, who is like a housewives expert. and he, But he's so many things behind the scenes. Like, he's amazing at business. He's taught me a lot about podcasting. He's, you know... There's so many thing, pluses that I like, but I think about the content. And I we've talked about this publicly, and I've talked to this, him about this privately, but it's like I'm almost at the point, I don't know that I care. I don't know that I always really want to talk about Housewives. Like I don't – you know, what, what, am, what are people – by us talking about this, part of it is entertainment. It's escapism. And escapism, there's a real need for it because people have very serious, difficult lives and jobs, and sometimes you need to just tune in. But um, yeah, I, I I feel like my calling is to be on TV eventually again. I mean, I still am with Fox 5, but like my own show or part of an ensemble show. Um, and yeah, I just feel like I want to do more entertaining and inspiring content. I love that. Maybe That's got to feel good that you're already like in, like you're on the road, you know? Oh, it you're feels so it. good. Yes, it does. It does. I mean, not every day, you know, not every day. Some days you're like, oh, does anyone care? You know? <laughs> you know what you mean? But then, so I do. I've always felt lucky because I know a lot of people in my life, friends and stuff, they struggle. They've never really known what they've wanted to do. They've never really liked a job. They've never really felt a strong pull. And that's really hard. It's really hard. Yeah, I've well that was that's been me my my whole life. Like I knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and like take care of my kids, but it didn't feel like that was my grand calling in life. And I don't know, it's I've just been it's just been like uh, popping up in my brain like over and over again lately. And I I definitely feel like it is to like be a witness like as like to testify about what has happened in my life um, and the great uh, light and joy that I've experienced even through like all the pain and turning into empowerment and all that like good stuff. So to share that with other women who are in the midst of it that are, you know, at 
the bottom, their bottoms right now. Cause I wish I would have had somebody when I was at my bottom, that was an example of this is, I went through the same thing. I went through a horrible divorce, but look how healthy I am now and happy I am now. So I'd like to be able to kind of teach and guide through my story, but I'm not sure how. And I don't know, it's like, I have this exciting feeling like it's coming up, whether it's through a podcast or a book, or I'm just not sure, but it's just been like, that little voice has been nagging at me like, okay, you've been waiting long enough. Now it's time to start doing something about it. Oh, um, okay. I Your love that. Your grand calling. Yeah. What's it's interesting. Calling? I'm curious about other people who are either waiting to find out what their calling is or have always known and are already in it like you are. But does everybody feel like they have a calling or are there some people that just kind of go through life every day as it is and are perfectly happy not feeling like they're doing like they have some mission in their life i uh, that's so good how how do you think you like do you have a plan to set out to figure out the way that you're gonna because i agree with that i think your your life everything you've been through is a testimony for others that and that's why like look that's why you talk about entertaining I, I go back to the feeling of like when you and I met up over a year ago, we hadn't seen each other in like five years, six years in person, right? And and I just was like so – I was like so drawn to one, seeing you, and then two, I'm like she, she has to tell her story because this is a story that's never been told. And it's like I, I, I felt so – those three episodes, those initial three episodes we did, I, to me they were like complete divine – like, that's what I want. Like, I wish I could feel, I think too, when you have a high like that, it's like, I wish every single day that I dropped an episode, it was that <laughs> feeling. That's hard to, that's hard to replicate. Cause we had like hundreds of thousands of downloads. I mean, that's, it's very hard to replicate, but that was a moment because it was so, it was fucking truthful to the bone. It was, you know, sad and la you know, we laughed and we cried and like, it was everything true to our experience. And that there's, that was divine. Yeah. And that's what I'm kind of looking for. It's not necessarily the high of that was, but how the stars, that's what I'm waiting on. How it just, it was like this plan outside of you or me, like the stars just lined up that we happened to start speaking again. And like you, I guess, felt the calling to ask me if I wanted to do it. Or I don't remember if I brought it up to you, but it just, it like worked in spite of ourselves. And that's kind of what I'm looking for now. Like I'm trying to be be patient and wait for the right opportunity. But I don't I don't know. It's it's exciting, but oh. I feel like what we're doing right now is even like part of it, like me learning and kind of strengthening my backbone and storytelling and everything. So it's leading towards something, but you, if this does not resonate with you, just disregard it. But I, I, like, when I think of you, I still think of, like, to me, I would read a blog from you, like, every day. I don't know. I just, I loved reading because you're a beautiful writer. And I don't know. There's just something I was so into about that blog. I don't know. I've always, I've always been drawn to you. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. There was something that just kind of worked with writing. So. Well, and it was everything. I loved, loved your to put it all. I would love to put it all into a book, just like 
the whole thing, the whole, the whole journey, all the lessons, everything into, into one condensed but what I loved like about papers. your blog is like much like what your Instagram now is. Like I'm obsessed with your resin, the Porsche resin photo you made for Harry. I mean, oh, you, you're you. such an artist. I mean, I that's what I loved in the blog. It was like all in one place. One day I was reading about your marriage, which I was like, you know, I loved reading about that. The next day I was watching you. You didn't mind that? See, sometimes I feel like that's why I haven't grown more on Instagram because it's too all over the place. Like one day it's art, another day it's deep thoughts, another day it's some random thing. Oh God, have you tuned but into my? Have you, you tuned like into that. this podcast? I mean, one day I'm talking to a porn star <laughs> who's a pastor. The next day I'm talking to a housewife. The third day I'm ranting about a sister. I'm fucking all over the map. So when you one day were like. I was never going to make any of the crafts that you did, but they're really fun. Like the resin picture you just put up on Instagram, the video I want, I was like addicted. Now, am I ever going to do that? No, but there is something I enjoy. I love that you're this all around mom, you know, like, yeah. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. Thank you. Well, maybe I'll just keep that going and then write a book also. That video did crazy well. I wasn't sure. I never am sure when I post something like that. I'm like, is this going to be because you, you know, you go and you look at your insights and see how many plays your reel got and some that I think are great just flop and then other random ones just explode. That one just exploded overnight oh and God. I wasn't even expecting it. Well, I think too, sometimes what I like about Instagram is it's a great testing ground to see what resonates with your audience. What what do they love? But I was like a different <laughs> Your video was 
great. I was like, what? How do I make this? It's so cool. If you guys haven't seen it, it's Ms. Pink Monster. It's on her Instagram. And it's this amazing piece of art that you did for See, Harris. that's what confuses me too sometimes. I'm like, I feel this calling to tell my story. But I really would love to work full time as an artist too. But maybe there's a way to do both. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. There is. You just have to figure out like you have to figure out maybe you can mic yourself up and record a podcast while you're <laughs> how do you feel like, while I'm, I'm painting right I'm always like how do we kill two birds with one stone you know what I mean like how can I release as much content from because it's so much work right this is like a ton of work oh that was I, I don't even know how many hours that painting took that I mean it took five months and that was working on it like I don't know, maybe once a week over five months. Like it's, resin is a lot of work, but I just, I love it. I love it so much. I, I feel like how can we re- get hook, get you hooked uh, up? You're boosting my ego today, Do a Sarah. podcast. Oh. I thank you. Well, I love you. And people love listening to us and to you. And you're very, you're, you're just always so real and authentic and um you know and you have so many stories you haven't even been able to tell yet but you know the future you'll be able to tell even more I mean so many (laughs) love it I was recording another little mini podcast the other day and I recorded I just haven't been hesitant about releasing it but like it was about why do we why are we bad pickers why do we pick the wrong partners like what can you learn about yourself from the wrong men that you've chosen in the past. And I kind of like thought about, like, it was really, it was really interesting to dig deep down and figure out like, why did I pick Peter? You know, what was it about me and what I was going through or what I was looking for? And I don't know, like it was just kind of an interesting little introspective journey. I think it totally goes back to our childhood, our childhood and the marriage examples that we see. Completely. Yeah, that's kind of the conclusion that I came to. Yeah, like all the daddy issues. The daddy issues, but also a lack of um, self-confidence. You know, I think I saw that he was really going to be like, I I loved him for him. Like, this makes me sound like a gold digger. And we were poor when we got married. But I also knew he had the drive to be successful. And I wanted that for myself, too. But I didn't believe in myself that I had what it took to get there. So I kind of, I think I kind of thought like, without, you'll help me you know, get this there. is all looking back, but like, okay, you know, he'll get me there too. Like we'll do it together. Cause yeah. I didn't believe in myself versus actually picking the right partner, the right relationship, you know, I think it's, it's interesting. It is. And it's, it's for me, it's like why I waited so long to get married is I was just so fearful of picking the wrong person. And like, you know, and Maybe that was smart, though. I guess. But, you know, it comes with... It's not necessarily <laughs> a bad thing. Well, it comes with other things, you know. Then you find this great person, your person, right? Like, I finally found Schman. We get married. I'm like, I, I, I do have a great marriage because we've, we've worked on it a lot. But then you miss out. Then you're, like, upset about other things. Like, I wish I had three kids now, you know? And it's like, now I'm 41. You know, that dream is a little bit harder. That, you know, it's like... So you... It's one or the other, right? It's 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 really tough either way. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. 
And I think I don't care who you are for the most part. I think everybody looks back and goes, mm, could I have done that differently? What what would have happened if that had been a little different? Even if you have the best marriage and you have the three kids, you know, a lot of people I know getting married in their 20s, that got married in their 20s that are still together with their partners now in their 40s, it's their kids are graduating from high school. It's now it's they're running into other roadblocks of like kind of having these resentments towards each other that they didn't get to go hook up with other people or go do things. And now they're not even 50 really, but they're – kids are graduated, empty nesters. Empty yeah. nesters and it's like, shit, am I going to be with you the next 40 years? You know, yes. But, you know, everybody, I think – I don't care what way you do it. I think you look at it like, what, you know, could I have done this differently? Yeah. Although I'm trying to look at it instead of could I have done this differently? Because I absolutely could have done it differently for every poor decision that I've made. But instead, like, what was the why behind that? Why did I make that decision? And what can I learn from it now? No, I agree with that. That's the mindset that I'm in now. Because I don't, I don't, if, I hate the question when people say, like, what regrets would you have? Or if you could go back, would you do it differently? I don't have any regrets because everything led to where it is now. I have things that, I don't know, regret is just such an ugly word. Like, I wish I could, when people got hurt, like when my kids got hurt, of course, I wish I could go back and do it differently. But at the same time, then I wouldn't be able to, you know, like try and be an advocate for moms that struggle with addiction, you know, that, that wouldn't be if I hadn't been through it myself. So I just, I don't like focusing on regrets. I think that doesn't really do anybody a lot of good. Like instead focus on forgiving yourself for making the mistake, which for me, that's the hardest part. And then why did I do it? And how can I make a different decision next time? I love That's that. Kind of what? No, I think no, you're- 40s are, man, I hope I'm not going to like die at 50 or something because in 40s, my brain has just been all about learning and introspection and, and everything like that. It's like, I can't, I can't stop. No, it's setting you up for an amazing 50, 60, 70. That's what it's setting you up for. Like, and I think you're right. The I why is so feeling. important. The why oh, sorry. I, was, I guess it's healing too. Like it's the only way to move forward is to like really dig into the whys and the hows and, and everything that happened before. Oh, 100%. And I, I told you, you know, I've, I've said this a lot. Like I attracted the same guy because of losing my dad. I always attracted an older guy, you know, old man Ed, who like we've talked about really wasn't that much older, but he was like 13 years he older. He sure seemed it at the time. <laughs> and he seemed like he was – 30 years older. But anyway, and then there were several guys I dated after that that were older. And it's like I had to go to therapy and figure, you know, get to the bottom of the why and realize like I had still had grieving to do. And I, and you, and like, I think for you, what I'm excited about is you're going to do all this investigating and figure out your why. And then you're going to, you're going to still attract that same guy. I guarantee when you get ready to go back out, you're going to attract Peter. But you'll, then you're going to be able to recognize very quickly, ah, I know, I know this man. And it's almost like you, it's like the universe tests you. Like, have you learned? <laughs> and then you, yeah. you don't go out with them again. And then eventually you begin to attract somebody. And I always tell this, you write your list. I tell people this all the time. I tell, you know, my brother, like he, you know, he wants to, to find somebody. I'm like, 
write down everything that you want. What do you want? What are, because I realized like I want to, when Dan and I met, I was like 31 or whatever. I was like, I want a guy who hasn't been married at that point. I was like, I want a guy who hasn't been married. Same with you. I wanted a guy college educated that at least, you know, he did not have to be a CEO because I also wanted to pursue my career. And I knew if I married somebody that like was because my therapist made me realize that too. Like I always thought I wanted to marry like a CEO guy, right? Like Ed had this big finance job. Okay. Well, part of the reason too, Ed and I ended is he got it. He was moved to get his own management job in Sarasota, Florida. And I was like, I'm not moving to Sarasota. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Like, I'm, I don't want, I want to move or I want to move. So it's like. Why do you think you were attracted to that? Like the successful businessman type? My dad. You know, my dad was always an entrepreneur. You know, before, right before he died, he was getting ready to buy his own grocery store. He loved working in the grocery industry. He always wanted to have like grocery store chains. And he basically had made an offer on a place. And then he found out he had cancer like a month later. And he didn't get the the store. So I think you're, I was looking for that person, you know, looking for that successful business person. But just like you're saying, but it's like, it's me, you know, the per, that person is me. It's like, 
but it's hard to be confident about that. So I'm excited for you because I think you're going to discover a lot of why what you were looking for in Peter. And and I think what you're looking for is is all the things that you really are, you know? Yeah. And I just, <laughs> I, I can never marry a narcissist again. Like I just need to, I feel like I, I need to have whoever my prospective man is, like have my family or Robin Mize, the therapist we talked about, like somebody sit down with them outside of me and do like an investigation. Is this person a narcissist? Because somehow I just keep running into them and I don't even see it until it's too late. I have the perfect, okay, Robin's an amazing therapist. And then I have a perfect and emotional couples therapist, which is all about emotional couples therapy. Everything, every like thing, incident, um, feeling in your relationship, it's actually called emotional cognitive therapy. And it's like you use breathing, you use a little bit of meditation, you and you're constantly, you have to describe like the feelings in your body when you guys are having an argument or a disagreement. To work through. Does Schman love this? <laughs> he does now, but he didn't. He did not want to go. I'm sure. But Schman and I went to therapy for probably a good year, year and a half before we got married. And that's why we got married. Without therapy, we never would have got married. So smart. I can't recommend so, enough. So smart. Girl, you know, you've been through I mean, you are entering into a business relationship with this person, a parental relationship potentially with this person, a best friend. The fact that people do not go to serious therapy prior to signing on the dotted line with someone who, as you've been through, control can half your finances, you can spend a fortune fighting, or you can spend a fortune getting along with. I mean, the fact that people don't go and do, I mean, it's like, would you ever go into business with someone and not like see their books? Like, no, you would never, you'd be like every good business person I know, there's like this grace period where we both open up our books to each other and everybody looks at like, is this what we say it is? Because you would never do that, but people do it all the time in marriages. Oh, all, all the, the time. time. I think it's a lot of times when you're in love, you don't, you like put in love blinders on, you know, like I don't want to see anything that might discourage me from this amazing feeling that I have right now. You know, or at least I was like that, like, don't, you know, I would see, you know, his bad side or something like something bad would happen in the relationship that was a red flag, like in love blinders on, like, don't, I don't want to open that door because I just want to stay in this feeling that that was me at least. And I think a lot of people just like, I found somebody I'm in love. He's giving me his love and all these amazing feelings. He wants to marry me. Like, don't point out the problems because I want this to happen now. A hundred and unfortunately, we watch don't work like that. We see way too many movies. You know, you see way too many movies. You look at your grandparents as an example. Well, shit was a lot simpler in 1942. They didn't have a lot. They didn't. It wasn't like they could go on the Internet and shop around. I mean, you know, the expectations were a lot lower. <laughs> and, sure. you know, it's. And I think people like, you're right, when it comes to love, they believe in the fairy tale, they believe in what they see on TV, and they don't think of it. It's like, oh, you shouldn't, like, people always say, like, well, if you're in therapy before you're getting married, that's a red flag. And it's like, no, it's the opposite. It's the, because a a good therapist will sit there and go, tell me what you believe about money. Tell me what you, do you really want children? And if the person after a year in therapy cannot tell you that they want a kid, you 
you know what you're getting into. You have to decide, do I want to marry somebody who really doesn't want to be a parent? Or, you know, is it time to cut my losses and like go and find somebody that does? Like it's just, I, when people say that, I just think it's the most ignorant thing. It's like, I, I can't tell you how many, and with a divorce rate of 50%, how would you not go to therapy prior to marrying someone? You have a, you only I, have 50% chance. That's crazy. I, yeah, I think it's because people don't want to invite the chance that this may not work, that right. we may have to break up, that my heart would be broken, that I'd have to start over with somebody new. Nobody wants to think about those things. So why, why invite the possibility that you might find something out that really says I should end this relationship? So instead, they just move forward, get married, and then the relationship ends up ending, you know years later and you wonder why why did this happen yeah. at least that's been my experience as somebody who did not go to extensive therapy first with anybody that i married and if they don't if they really refuse to go that's also a sign because it's like if they won't go when you're in love and before you are married and when things are pretty good or good do you think they're going to go when things get tough no, I mean, I don't know. Did Peter like did Peter ever want to go like good, bad times? We went to we did do some premarital counseling, but it was it was I think it was through the church that we got married at. Like it was a requirement of theirs. And it was like three sessions with the pastor. And it was it was just more like understanding the basic principles of marriage. And I, I honestly, I can't tell you one thing that we went over in those therapy sessions. So obviously it didn't have any major impact. Um, but oh my gosh, I I would absolutely do that in the future. No more like, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want the chance that this maybe doesn't work out. Like rock the hell out of my relationship boat. And let me see if we're both in it after that happens. 100%. That's what I want to do before I get married next time. Good for you. You won't regret it. You won't mm. regret it. Oh, we All covered right. everything under the sun today. My God. All right, my friend. Where do people follow you? Where do people watch this? If they, if they don't want to listen, they can always find it on YouTube as well. Yes, everything is at Ms. Pink Monster. M.S. Pink Monster. All right. It's at the Sarah Fraser Show. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.